It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today. Uh, as we were talking about in our first segment, uh, that we need to be careful that we don't just start sliding back and let the, the unity and some of the positive things that have come out of this really challenging period during the pandemic uh, allow us to go back to business as usual. And uh, as is always the case, it's very interesting to see what people are chiming in with on the Utah Community Credit Union KSL text line, which you can always chime in on, 57500. Uh, and here's here's the irony. <laughs> Uh, uh, I mentioned the uh, statement by Nancy Pelosi calling the president morbidly obese. Uh, Texter said he is obese. Is the truth divisive? No, the truth is not divisive. Uh, We can talk about anything. It's how we talk about it that matters. And if you're doing it to deride someone or to cast aspersions on someone or to drive a wedge, uh, that's the problem. Uh, One texter said... President Trump is the most divisive president in history. Maybe true. Uh, Another texter chimed in that it's the national mainstream media that's the problem and driving the division and hate. Also true. So, yes, we can have those conversations. And the point of all of it is let's not buy into either side. I don't care if you love President Trump or you hate him. I don't care if you love Nancy Pelosi or think she is awful. That doesn't matter to me. Let's talk about the principles and let's talk about what we are going to choose to do, not not what we're going to react to do. What are we going to choose to do? And are we are we going to choose to be different in our state and in our communities and in our homes and in our conversations in the workplace and around the water cooler? What are we going to choose to do? Are we going to buy in? Uh, it's one of the greatest challenges in the country today is we're losing our ability to have a conversation about anything. And so that's the question we've got to ask. All right, we're going to shift gears a little bit to some other principles we're going to get to today. Uh, at our house, we'll watch anything that's competitive. Uh, that's the only requirement. We uh, we watch hot dog eating contests and spelling bees and uh, whatever is on. And uh, as we celebrate our 2020 seniors, our high schoolers, and our college grads, uh, I thought I'd bring in a, uh, a young expert today. Uh, Will Matheson is joining us in studio. Will, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, so one of the things we've been trying to do at our house to maintain that competitive advantage, because there's no real sports to watch yet, but it's coming. We're getting excited. Uh, so we, we watched, as many of you have, The uh, the Last Dance, which was uh, a documentary on ESPN about the Chicago Bulls and their six championship runs. And uh, so there's some really interesting life lessons there. We're going to try to apply those life lessons. We'll look at that, uh, again, both from a a high school graduate standpoint as well as just life in general. Uh, And so, uh, so Will, as you watched that, you didn't live through the uh, Chicago Bull era. Uh, That was one I watched uh, a lot. Uh, But what were were some of the lessons learned uh, from that championship run? 
one of the main lessons that can be learned is if you have something good that's happening, you don't have to mix everything up. If it's going well, you're doing the things that you need to. Um, you just got to – you might make subtle tweaks and changes, but you don't need to change everything. Jerry Krause was put under fire for saying, let's rebuild so we can get another championship. 22 years later, they're still rebuilding. So when you're on the peak of your game, just make sure you stay sharp and stay as good as long as you can. Yeah, so important that you just uh, keep driving and keep going. Uh, I want to go. We've been uh, focusing here on uh, KSL News Radio a lot on our seniors. And uh, I want to go to uh, uh, something that we played uh, earlier today. Uh, one of our seniors, a uh, part of a, a graduation speech. Uh, coming some advice that was coming in, and uh, this was a speech that was played yesterday, but it also related to sports. Uh, so, Will, I want you to listen to this. This is from Mercedes Holiday uh, from Timview High School in Provo. She also had some sports lessons. Today, I would love to express my excitement for moving forward. A quality life lesson I've learned from my time playing softball is that when life throws you curveballs, it's up to you whether you strike out or hit a home run. You take the training you have received and apply it to the field. Due to all of the many sports I've played throughout my life, I've also learned that you win some and you lose some. Everybody likes to win to some extent. But really, it's after the games you lose when you truly learn the important lessons. All right. So many uh, so many great lessons in there. Uh, and some of those, I think, from the, from the Bulls, I mean, they were so obsessed uh, with winning. I think Michael Jordan's ability to just will his team forward, uh, regardless of the obstacle, was, uh, was something really unique. Uh, I want to jump real quick because I want you to comment on this, uh, Will. We uh, did an interview uh, podcast with uh, Coach Mark Pope uh, from BYU. He has built an extraordinary culture down there. Uh, but this is from an interview uh, podcast, a Therefore What podcast, with Coach Pope that was just right at the beginning. It was just shortly after they had found out that the NCAA tournament was going to be canceled. He had just, you know, had to tell his team that everything they had worked for was done because March Madness was not going to happen. But here's the lesson from Coach Pope. We always talk about the game is always just asking you one question. It's asking you one question during the course of the game, after the game, after a win, after a loss. All the game cares about is how are you going to respond. And you can just as well insert life in there. Life doesn't really care about how you're feeling or what happened before. Life wants to know what is your answer to whatever you just experienced, whether it was the greatest moment in your life or the worst, whether it was greatest victory or the toughest loss. So the other thing we talk about is like when you can't see ahead, when things don't make sense, you have to just keep putting one foot in front of the other until things become clear, right? You got to just keep working and keep fighting and keep trying. So, so Will, what's the what's the key for for your generation for the young people today? What's the uh, the Coach Pope lesson there? Well, just doing the full circle of sports metaphors, quoting Rocky Balboa, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. So we just gotta stand back up and keep moving forward, trying to find the next thing that we can do to improve our situation. Wow, you went for the Rocky Balboa quote. That's impressive on a Wednesday. <laughs> awesome, good stuff there. Also, really interesting text. Uh, I, I'm going to give this texture some credit. <laughs> what they learned uh, from the, the last dance show says, I learned if you're popular and have cool shoes, that you could push B-Russ and get away with it. 
We all know that uh, Michael Jordan pushed off, and it should have been an offensive foul. But uh, we'll save that therapy session for for another day. Du Gustavo's just shaking his head in there. He knows we're in trouble. So, all right, let's get to uh, let's get one more uh, piece in here in terms of uh, just a lesson. Uh, I thought one of the most compelling things was right at the end of the uh, the it was the beginning of the tenth episode, the last episode, and it was this ability of Michael Jordan to be present to the moment. Uh, well, what did you take away from that? It was really interesting that uh, the reporters were asking him questions like, oh, what do you think about next season? Are you going to retire? And he just said, stop. Just be in the moment. Just enjoy the present. And there's nothing like the present because we're all going to look back eventually and say, oh, those are the good old days. Sure, there was bumps in the road, but hey, life was good. So just make sure that you find the pieces of life that you can enjoy that you can make this a better experience. Yeah, so good. I think uh, I think it is vital that we do, uh, being present, being here now, uh, we've talked about it before, it's not about a new normal, it's just a new now, uh, and that's how we really need to approach things. I do think it was one of the elements that made Michael Jordan such a fierce competitor and such a winner in terms of games uh, was his ability to just be present, never looking down the road, Never looking back over his shoulder, being very present and winning the moment, winning today. And that's what we're all being asked to do during this pandemic. Win the day. Just win the day today. Stay positive today. Reach out to someone. Make a difference for someone today uh, and move it forward. Will, thanks for joining us today. We're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, Sean Covey, 30th anniversary of Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. We're going to have a great conversation. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.